What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm Andrew Bedlam. I got my boy $4 Sean here with me. We're getting started with the No Hopes. on Pogo City Radio. I am Andrew here with my my, my good buddy Sean. Four dollars Sean. What How you up? guys doing today? We are uh I, I have done some redecorating yeah, throughout Pogo nice HQ. Setup. You guys can't tell as much. The camera's at a different level. I feel like I have to look up into it, but I don't know. We'll we'll figure out all the details. Definitely more it, comfortable fine. for us. Yeah we're not and, sitting on um, those little fucking 
stools anymore. Still have the problem where the good camera goes to Facebook Live, which only a few people see, and the 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 one that gets like uploaded gets has to be recorded yeah. with the shitty camera. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about last night, ah. and it was a fucking blast being in Sweet Creek with John. And the whole crew, the bunch of people there. So we also have come up with a name for our little project on the Shaken and Stirred record. We go in with the Spiky Tops. Pretty good. Definitely. You know, we're not a real band. We're just going to the studio and recording. We were literally like organizing and composing this song while we were in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were adding like, wait, how lines, does it, taking parts out. How does out. the chorus go? What are we doing I'm, with the chorus? I'm saying, and then we go, hey, ho, let's go pogo, right? And everyone's like, no, that's not in there, but now it is. I'm like, I could have sworn Joe said we go, hey, ho, let's go pogo. And everyone's like, Yeah, nope. no, he definitely said that. <laughs> and then and then, uh, then we threw in this little chant. It was a lot of fun. We had never all been in the same room in a band scenario. Before. We hadn't even been in the same state. As in a band scenario. Like, never. And we cut two tracks. One original, one cover. Kind of, The cover's cool. It's angry. It's fast. It's, it's Dead Cities by the Exploited. And it's fun. It kind of reminds reminds me of like when the unseen covered suspect device which we'll probably get to next on um the sound of rebellion volume two but our song let's pogo now i wrote the bulk of the music and then renee threw in like an extra chorus part that really ties everything together yeah. and came up with the, the idea of the, the bridge the, the dropout and yeah. then then our dropout Stop being a dropout, turned into a bridge, and we got this little chant in it. This, hey, ho, let's go, Pogo. It, it's fucking awesome. And it worked. We had, we had Quinn there, Moose from one side, it, helping run lines, kind of being John the Engineer's bitch. We had Dave and, there uh, helping Dave us with backup with the cameras vocals. and vocals. Sakali, Justin Creston, the toilet cleaning clown, he was there helping us run shit around, being a roadie, <laughs> you know what I mean? His girl, Chelsea, and fucking Chris from one side, it couldn't come. I feel like there was, was there anybody else? Uh no, that I'm was just thinking that of was, Joe probably was it. and Renee. Well, Dave, yeah, yeah, we Dave, Dave and Joe were there, but it was a blast. Uh, we will have the tracks hopefully Friday. They will be mixed and mastered. Um, there was a live video with some cool sound. Like it's not studio sound. We have I have like the cell phone live on Facebook in the the video in the 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 studio can, so you can hear like the engineer and like the guitar being played. It's not like a real clear tone but it sounds fine you could see us going through laying down several layers both me and Renee playing guitar layering up some feedback tracks <laughs> Renee but, was like pounding her guitar trying to get it to fucking but uh, I'm like Renee we're, we're in a situation we're in a room with gear that's made specifically not to feedback <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of having some issues but uh, yeah I threw on my compressor pedal and fucking crank that shit up Motherfucker was distorted as hell. But, uh, Sean, I'm going to bring up the Unseen. So, I mean, outside of Bedlam, cutting their demo, which was more of a live-in-the-studio thing, still in the studio, and this was literally, like, 17 years ago, this was really your first time oh, yeah. in a studio, right? Like, recording? Uh, Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to count the sound chamber, it was... Well, no, that, that was live in the studio. We count that, but it's a little different. We weren't track-by-track track recording where the m drums had a mic on every drum. You know what I mean? Right. That was, so what did you, what did you think? Like, oh, was it, was, uh, it was fun. It was uh, a lot more work. It took a lot longer than I was expecting it to. Well, we only did two tracks, and, and, I mean, 
it took us uh, from five, six to five, ten thirty. Five yeah. hours yeah. to yeah, get everything to done. Yep. And I mean, there's an hour of setup, so it was like three and a half hours. And what happened was we were starting with the cover because Sean said Sean was the one who picked Dead Cities. He said, "I know that song like best out of songs that I jam with." So we're like, "Yeah, fine, Dead Cities, quick, simple." We were looking for that since we had no practices. We got three of us got together at the studio last weekend and ran through some shit, but we had no real practices. And uh, so we're like, "Let's start off with Dead Cities because we'll probably." knock it out the part we're playing it the first time and we get to the outro and we like lag just at the outro last 10 seconds then so we redo it we get and like we play it terrible it's just bad <laughs> the second time then the third time we play it it's fine and this guy just keeps drumming throughout <laughs> the end of the song full volume and it was not fixable the way it ended drum tracks then, are hard then we were stuck <laughs> then we were in a hole and i am pounding my head off the wall and then we finally got it together it was the in dead cities in the chorus as it goes and especially at the end really where it goes dun 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 we could just not get it in time. But finally we did, and we were like, oh, Lord, I wonder what this original song is really going to be. And we lay there, and we lay it down, and, and we play it one time, <laughs> and it comes out great, and we go into the booth and listen to it. And John, the we engineer, played it twice, well, but yeah, John, second time. But, yeah, but it was fine the first time, and John was like, keeper, right? And we were like, well, it, it sounds good, but let's do it a let's second time. do it again, time yeah. Just to have something to compare to, but it would have been fine the first time. I think we actually got went with the second track. We did. And it was simple. You know, Renee, Renee layered, like, three parts, and then I layered a part on top of it, and then I layered, like, a noise track on on top of it that uh, Renee wanted just for like background feedback and shit and uh, like you would be on a I can't stage wait into the that. intro and so what it is so dead cities we're gonna probably end up well we'll do something and like put something up on YouTube and you guys will be able to like watch and hear at your leisure but our original song Let's Pogo you may hear it played on Pogo because I'm, I'm definitely going to play that shit oh yeah but it's not going to be released on Spotify or YouTube or Bandcamp or anything like that you will only hear it on Pogo until it comes out on the album so we're basically going to premiere it and it's going to be awesome and I'll, I'll probably play the shit out of it but oh it's going to get played you're like only going to hear it on Pogo <laughs> and you're going to have to buy the record to actually yeah, get the track to get a hard but I feel real happy. Like we really started working on this record. Oh, I can't wait. And I'm simultaneously working on another record with my band, One Sided, and this is all coming out on Pogo City Records. Is that the and, split you're uh, talking about? Yes, that we haven't announced the details yep. yet. So hush hush. Y yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was talking to the other band. <laughs> Obviously, one band is one sided, and uh, I was talking to the other band. They were practicing this weekend. These guys hadn't done anything since COVID. Like, they were active. They may have had a release come out during COVID, but it was recorded a very long time ago. And uh, we're, we're real happy that they're practicing, getting things together, and we're hoping to be going back to the studio in June and cutting that split. And then I will be in June. In, the, in June, I'll be in the studio a second time filling in doing some stuff with another band that I'm not actually in just going to be filling in doing some scratch tracks can't talk about that for their bass player I'll probably be on some backing vocals and shit it's going to be fun I love any excuse to be in a studio and even just I'll just be in there learning getting my tone having a blast and then uh, we might actually record another track 
for the Shaken and Stirred comp, the Pogo City Records release that we were recording for last night. We might record the Bedlam Punks in June as well. Not sure about that, but definitely going to be busy in the recording front. Speaking and, of, uh, uh, don't mean to interrupt, but speaking of backing vocals, that was fun doing the backing vocals last night. That's what I, I'm not going to lie, dude. I really, I asked you I how you were doing. That circle, yes. that circle thing was cool. I asked how you felt and what I really thought of. Like, it was literally nice to see you. You were standing directly across from me. So we had a condenser mic in the center of us, and it has, like, a circle mode. So we're all, like, three feet away from a microphone standing straight up in Just the air. Just yelling into it. You're yelling, th- like, in a three-foot circle, everyone standing. And, like, I'm directly across from Sean, and he's sitting there listening to the track in my headphones. And he looks like a kid on Christmas. Like, he's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> dead cities dead cities hey yo let's go buddy. like you could tell who was thrilled oh, I was, it was fun I was, I was it great. was fun but I was saying our version of dead cities the way it's coming out and the rough mix of it it really kind of reminded me of this next track here's the unseen doing a cover of uh, Pe- not Peter fucking um, stiff little Stiffle fingers, fingers. The Unseen with Suspect Device on. Yeah. Pogo City Radio. Damn it, Andrew. Right, that was the unseen with Paul on vocals right there doing suspect device. And uh, yeah, it's fun because like a lot of people don't realize and I'll be talking to Renee and even I forget and I'm literally the biggest Blank 77 fan in the world. I'll fight you. But <laughs> but fucking Paul is the drummer after fucking Chad. Now he's not on the CBH album, but he was doing like the tours and shit. 
and I think he might be on the VML. I, I think he's on some type of live recording or in a video. I think maybe the VML. I'm not sure. But Paul Unseen was the first replacement drummer for Blanks, and I forget about that. And Renee will be talking. I forget to about him, that too. And actually. she'll it's because he's not on any like real releases. Yeah, that's why. And when you so think of Blank like, Seventy, credit it. Yeah, you don't you think I mean? you don't really think of. Blank seventy-seven. Just like you, Jeff Kresge, like he's not yeah, on exactly. the insert anywhere. But if you Google blank seventy-seven, it says members, and the first member says Jeff Kresge, and that's just hilarious to me. And then it says like Mike Blank, Renee. Mike well, no, the first it says Mike and Renee, but the first but like, name wait, is yeah, Geoff. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the first name is Geoff. It's just, just weird. Jeff Kresge. Geoff. Jeff. Geoff. Yes. Renee never ever ever calls him Jeff. She only calls him G-Off. G-Off. Yeah, so does Mike. I did a whole <laughs> show then. They told me to call him G-Off. I called him G-Off in the whole show. I said Jeff once or twice just to let people know that I understand that that's Jeff, but I'm told that I need to call the man G-Off, according to He's them. He's G-Off. Just like G-Off. Justin is crust in the toilet, toilet cleaning cloud. cloud. I don't know why that's so hard for you to say, but we got some live it comments. It is hard for me to say. Appreciate the chatter. Renee yeah, what's loves up? Chance. Mike says, so what's up? Ain't nothing much. Ex uh, Holly, Bolly Hotkins, excited to hear the tracks. Thank you. So are we. And uh, Mike says that we got to get our tracks up on Twitch. I didn't even know that was a thing, but uh, we're going to get... Twitch, isn't Twitch that like... It's like a YouTube platform yeah, mostly for video games. Video games. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of things though they have like podcasts and now it's like tiktok it's just everything they have every, okay. but i don't ever I, I have a profile for like pogo or andrew or something but like i don't know how to use it and i don't have it like the app but like i know it exists you're right yes. right and anything there is a pogo for everything because it just helps our algorithm like we right need a thing oh yeah everywhere yeah, yeah. but we're gonna get we have to be on every platform to the next more track. rock and uh, this is dedicated to the band The Spiky Tops as we were trying to record Dead Cities for the 17th time. Here are the lower class brats with I'm a Mess. <laughs> Can you remind me about 
All right, oh, lower man. class brats. That was a good laugh. Pogo City. I can't tell you what radio. it was about though. Now, uh, last night we had Joe, and so we were thinking about doing a podcast, but we we were at the studio till like we stopped recording at ten thirty. We were there till like eleven, and then it's like forty minutes from here. So there was mad people here, but we were kind of beat, and we all went to bed. But Joe and David, like, they didn't drive right back to Virginia. So these motherfuckers, so they drove up from Virginia yesterday, hit a bunch of record stores, then uh, get to my house. You know what I mean? Chilling here, fucking around. Head to the studio, come back, crash. We watched some guitar fail videos for like an hour this morning. Pokes smoke some pot. Reefers. Of course. Reefers. They went to the Guar bar before they got here in Richmond, so that's pretty awesome. David scored this sweet ass Tupac shirt from like <laughs> Tupac. It's like Tupac's first shirt and it's like original and it's like all like nineteen ninety-one out, like before he was all like hip hop when it was like like dance music and they're wearing like MC hammer pants and shit. Right. And it's like a purple square rectangle background with like yellow like zigzags and it looks ridiculous. He was so happy it was great. It looks awesome. But uh, they got that at the Guar bar somehow. I want to go to the Guar bar. They're headed to Philly for the day, and I think they're doing an interview with Greg Boyle for Pogo in the Pit Volume Two. Now, Joe and David do 4D Kids, and um, they did Pogo in the Pit Volume One. Yours truly is in Pogo in the Pit Volume One. I am dead last because I was added in after the fact, and that was. Oh, so kind to him. But uh, Joe came up for a show and was like, oh, we have to get this shit in there. And yeah. threw us in in the final cut. So we're like the last segment in there. You can buy the DVDs. I don't know. Joe probably still has DVDs, but there's actual DVDs that were for sale through 40 Kids. We used to sell a bunch. We sold out of them. And... Um, he is filming. It's going to be a long time in the running. He's got some trailers for it on YouTube, so yeah. you should go check it yep. out. Pogo in the Pit, Volume 2. The entire Pogo in the Pit, Volume 1, is available on YouTube. I'm talking interviews with Pat Society, Blank 77, The Virus, Who Killed Spiky Jacket, um, who does follow me to hell? The Aggressics. Aggressics. Fucking yep. a bunch of awesome bands. I'm trying to see. I got a copy of the DVD over there. I'll have to look at it. But uh, it was a cool thing to be a part of having them up here. I mean, the room was only like a third as cool back then. But uh, it's cool having them up here. And uh, so they're filming part two. And of course, shots from last night will be in there. I said yeah, they were doing a lot of. They're interviewing Greg Boyle. A lot and of video. Then they're going out to Pittsburgh. I don't know who they're hitting up in Pittsburgh. I hope it's Submachine. Headed out to Pittsburgh and then headed out to Milwaukee because Ooh. that's where K-Genocide is. And they're going to be spending two days with, with K-Genocide from Revolt just getting drunk, which means they're going to be shit-faced. So they're going to be chilling with k interviewing her and uh, that'll be a nice, I think that's going to be a pretty big feature of Pogo in the Pit, Volume 2 on 4D Kids. Then I believe they are headed to Texas. And 
I want to say they're going to be hanging out with dog shit, but that's probably f- maybe Florida. I don't know. They're going to Texas, so 4D kids will be in Texas. Merle and all you motherfuckers in Texas that support fucking Pogo, I mail a bunch of shit to Texas. I officially love Texas now. I would talk mad shit on Texas, but the punk rockers are awesome. So, uh, uh. yes, thank you, Texas. But they're headed your way. Gracias. They should be there within the week. So go hit up Joe and David and meet up with them, and they'll put you in oh, there's Joe the DVJ. Right Joe, there. we're plugging the shit out of Pogo in the Pit, Volume 2. We got mad support in Austin, and I know you're headed to Texas, so we're telling them that they should hit you up, and maybe you guys can catch up with Joe while he's in Texas. That is before he gets to Denver, which... What a great place to end his little road trip for Pogo in the Pit Volume 2, Denver, because the scene is just off the hook down there. And a little birdie told me that they're... That I might have to go to Austin... Or Houston? I think I might have to go to Houston, Texas in December. Just mark your calendars about Houston, Texas in December. See, this is rough because I'm going to Florida in October... And we're we're doing the, we're going to the pickle fest, and then we're going to Orlando and hitting up the theme parks. So I really I'm not telling the show is not announced. There's gonna be a show in Houston that is worth flying to. So that's in December. But like I'm like fuck, can I really swing Florida in October? That's for and that's for the pickle pickle it, fest. That, but not in Texas. Texas is something completely different. With awesome bands, you will definitely want to see. <laughs> awesome. Like literally, my like two favorite bands. Like literally, like my two favorite bands. But we were talking about Revolt, and uh, to my knowledge, Revolt is not one of the bands. But this show is awesome. Maybe they will be on there. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna get to some Revolt with K. Me and Sean love this song. We play yeah, it all the are. time. It's on the new well, Punks yeah, yes, Unite we do. comp. Yeah, that's what Justin I picked up. Crustin picks up a fucking um, Go Pogo record while on his way to the studio yesterday. Has it with him. Smile shows me the little Charge Records logo in the back. And he goes, look at this. This is Highbridge, New Jersey. I said, yeah, that's where Jake's from. He said, I know, but what's that have to do with Charge Records? I said... Charged Records is, is is Jake's company. <laughs> he was like, what? He, he didn't know How that? do I not know this? <laughs> oh. like, but uh, so they weren't around for 15 years, and they came back with a vengeance. With a vengeance. Just like the Havoc did. You guys should check out the new Havoc with a vengeance. But here's New Revolt. So uh, this is for Joe and David, who will be interviewing the very lovely K-Genocide soon. Here's Revolt. Pogo.
Slut City Punk Revolt coming off the new Punks Unite album. Punks Unite 4. Over the Edge on Pogo City Radio. Punks Unite 4. Mad Spanish bands on there. Well, no, there's not. The first track on it is in Spanish, though. I was listening to the that album just the other day, and there's a band called... Uh, like a bullshit-ass hit there. Oh, shit. Yeah, you talk. I what the fuck was that band called? I, I'm sorry if I'm well, go on. Not, not remembering your name. Let, well, I got the album right here in front of me. Where the fuck is it? He's the talking band, about uh, Punchy Night 4. De- oh, Des- Descumanal Chaos. That's the first band. Yeah, yes. that's, the, that's the first band. That, yeah. that song was really good. Uh, what other Spanish-speaking bands are on here? Uh, uh, Nachos, Corrupted Youth. There's Corrupted Youth. Man, they okay. sing in English, but there's like, Puto! Being shouted. So right. That counts. Right. It totally, <laughs> totally counts. Speaking of Spanish and stuff, and yelling puto in punk songs, which I am completely all for, I'm going to take you guys back to a trip I had. My 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 breaking my cherry of CBGBs in the basement, 16 years old, UFC and the Street Brats, plus about 58 other bands at Viva La Punk. We are going to get to UFC, which uh, may take me a second because you know if I type UFC in in. in YouTube. In YouTube. Like, I'm just going to get a bunch of Joe Rogan people beating the shit out of each other. But um, UFC was a band, and they said their name meant nothing because before they agreed on a name, they actually booked a show, and the dude who booked the show said, our name is United Fighting Control, and everyone was like, that name sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> But things were already met, so they just went with UFC, and they said it meant Nothing, but it originally kind of meant UFC, but there's a uh, uh, United Fighting Control. But uh, we are going to get to a CD that Justin Sicali better still have that that motherfucker swindled out of me. He swindled it out of... See... He swindled it out of my ex-girlfriend. That's what he did. But fucking, it was like their demo CD, uh, and it's fucking. awesome. Yeah, right? And uh, he, it, it was on a CDR, like a CD rewritable. And you remember those fucking annoying stamp things that you used to print on your printer, and they were like labels, and you would put them on the CDRs so it would look like there was a stencil on the CD? It had one of those, and on the CD, it was Jose, the guitar player, just projectile vomiting fucking like a stream of vomit it was great because like if you open the cd player and it was still spinning like as it would like slow down it would be like his puke like splashing fucking great but uh they would sing in english they would also sing in some spanish they were fucking a drunken mess and that same singer jose was falling off the stage which is about that tall in the basement of cbgb's falling off the stage before they ever start. Cannot get his guitar in tune. I think it was in tune and he just couldn't play. He's just throwing it on the ground and puto cabron. He's just like going to town on this guitar and my 16 year old self is loving it. And there's like four Spanish skinheads that are violent as shit in the pit and no one else. And my little white boy, 90 pound 16 year old ass there with my dad who's like, oh my God, he's going to get killed. And like, <laughs> <laughs> my dad ends up in like this pretty rough pit like one of those small pits where there's like six people in a basement but like 
they are very drunk and kind of strong and very violent. Like, you know what I mean? And my dad's in there just fucking pogoing with this fucking great. But uh, this demo, they did put out a uh, one release seven inch on Charged Records. It was a um, yellow record. It said UFC spray painted on the top. They had a self-release seven inch that I also had and no longer have. Uh, I believe it was called Second State. I'm not sure. We are going to get to their kind of demo album it was like a full length that they did diy ya quiero mas cerveza i want more beer here is the first and uh probably the second track too two for ufc old school right here like the 90s like early 2000s old school i want to say early All right, here's another one from UFC.
UFC politics on Pogo City Radio. Yes, that was off their little self-release CD, but it was cool. I was watching that, and there's like a slideshow. You guys can find the whole CD on YouTube. You should check it out. I fucking loved it in high school. I don't know what really did it for me because I I loved them before I saw them in CBGB's. And then when I saw that at CBGB's, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had UFC pan it mad big down my arm. And it was okay because UFC, like, fighting wasn't, like, big back then. So, like, but if I put that on, I remember, like, after just, like, a couple years later, like, when I was, like, you know, getting later into the 2000s, people were like, is that, like... Like the cage fight? Like, yeah. That, I painted that on my jacket. That's that's what I... Ultimate Fighting uh, Championship. It says the yeah. casualties, blank 77. But I ultimate also, Fighting but I also Championship. Put that the on Dead my, Boys. That's, I also put that on that's my what jacket. It, yeah, that's, that's uh, what people it. are stupid. <laughs> Dude, everybody so fucking talking stupid? about putting shit on jackets, right? Okay, so my man Black Zach, who allegedly is coming here... In June, and he is the guitar player of the Bedlam Punks, our little high school band. And uh, it cannot be the Bedlam Punks without Zach, basically. I'm sorry. Like, especially because, like, I wrote, like, 99.9% of the lyrics, and he wrote, like, 70% of the instrumental and, like, all of the good songs. So, (laughs) like, the the, the truth is the truth. I don't care, but uh, so like he is in the military and uh, he is flying in for the first time in like two years and we are, we're we're grabbing him by the neck and we're pulling him in the studio and this son of a bitch is going to remember how to play songs that he played 15 years ago and uh, that'll be another track on Shaken and Stirred. I told him in the studio last night, I said, so you're going home and practicing East Coast Punks tomorrow, right? <laughs> Which is the song we and will... And my response uh, was, I plan on yeah, recording. I re- I'm going to go home and play that song. I so I doubt you did years. it yet today. So you're going to do it when you leave? Or are you Dude, a liar? I don't remember, or I don't, are you a liar? I don't remember that song. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, I remember, to, I remember I'll the give song. You that. I'll give you that. I'll ma- I got to make a video. But I haven't me. heard that song in yeah, 17 I gotta, years. Yeah, I got to play it. Yeah, I know. But uh, so I'll be. we're going to be working on that. And like hopefully we'll be hitting the studio in person with our man Black Zach. I was thinking we were going to have to do it by email. And you can do that nowadays. Send wave files. You wouldn't even notice the difference. You know what I mean? But uh, if he's there in person, it'll be a lot Better love to see that ugly son of a bitch and fucking uh, have him in person. Zach. I haven't seen Zach. It would be like great because we're gonna do it at the sound chamber, which is no longer the sound chamber. It's just the studio at Center Square, or something like that. Jason's place where they recorded the Getting Blasted split, Blank Seventy Seven, Parasitics, where we were rehearsing last weekend. We're gonna record it there, and that's where Bedlam, which would be. Him and Zach's only studio experience recording live in the studio, and and like our man Black Zach is a guitarist. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he sits there and plays his guitar all night. Like, that's what he does. Like, he he was he's not anymore, but he was obsessed with Jimi Hendrix, and like Jimi Hendrix's thing was he always had his guitar, like on the bus in his bedroom, walking off stage in the bathroom. Jimi Hendrix always had his guitar and was playing it. And that was Zach, and that motherfucker could play. He, he used to take lessons from Roman from the fucks. If you guys are from the Lehigh Valley, you may or may not 
like the fucks. I know certain people would be like, oh, but the fucks were a pretty cool band from Katasakwa. Roman was uh, with me, a real nice guy. I always liked Roman. And uh, he, uh, he had a label. He would put out a lot of uh, his own music. Amazing guitar player, like one of the best guitar players in the area and like Hendrix used to light his guitar on fire where he would play with his teeth and stuff like that Roman would light his guitar on fire and simultaneously play with his teeth he would be playing the flaming guitar with his teeth and then once like on a different song while it's not on fire he would throw me, any young kid or big titted woman, the pick, <laughs> and he would like finger a solo over the pit, and motherfuckers be strumming it. It's fucking awesome. And then they got a friend who went to stunt double school, and then they stopped lighting their guitar on fire, and they started lighting their friend on fire. <laughs> and like, come on, people. Yes. Yes, see, that's some Andrew Bedlam shit. I respect Roman. He was always cool with me. I loved Roman. But um, I keep emphasizing that because I have heard an immense amount of shit talked on this man. <laughs> but I love Roman. He was always great with me. The fucks were a lot of fun. And uh, you can see my 16-year-old balls on their website to this day. We have talked about it on here a few times back in the day with Cuttingham. She was at that show. We were all like uh, 16 years old. We didn't know each other, you know, Cuttingham. But we're all like in the pictures. <laughs> and fucking Darren pulled my balls. I had a rip in my pants. And all you all know, if you guys wore those overpriced, <laughs> ridiculous Tiger of London bondage pants that Punkor used to sell that are literally made by Vivian Westwood, like, and they were like $80 a pair <laughs> back in like 2002. And you know, I had, you had them in I your had manic panic. Them. You can talk shit all you want on both those companies. You know you were rocking this shit shit out of them but those pants that were 80 fucking dollars and imported from europe the crotch would always rip out without without a doubt the crotch would rip out maybe in a week like the crotch was ripping out and i, I used to free ball back then so my balls when i was 16 would just like fall out of my fucking pants and we're at the fuck show and i'm squatting on the ground like lighting a cigarette and somebody like zooms up on my balls takes a picture and it is on the fucks website <laughs> to this day the fucks.net you go check it out there's also some other very inappropriate pictures on there from that show and yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also used to play things like the adult film awards and shit like that. So there's plenty of pictures of like Roman and Bearclaw and Jesse Cobain with like Jenna Jameson and like like fucking I'm trying to think of who else like, you know, like the high school porn stars like when you were in high school jenna jameson is is like um, the high school porn star yes yeah she's like 50 now but at the time like pictures of them with like ron jeremy because they'd play the fucking film festivals and just like all these ridiculous 90s and early 2000 porn chicks fucking great and you know people want to talk shit but no (laughs) 
adult film awards, please contact Pogo City Radio, and <laughs> we will come. We will come do whatever the fuck you want. To be honest. So, but what we're gonna do right now is get to another track, and we were talking about Greg Boyle because our man Joe and David, our boys Joe and David, 4D Kids, Pogo in the Pit, Volume Two, going to interview the man Greg Boyle. I said man way too many times. Here is the Boyles from Philly with I'm a Hockey Fan. United, we sing it loud. United, we're victory bound. United and strong, we will carry on. I'm a hockey fan. The crunching of a tech. The hacky sound of hockey sticks. Bombarded at the boards. Settling old scores. The tension builds up. The gloves are coming off. We have another go when we come out of the box. In victory or defeat. No one's as rabid as a hockey fan. United, we sing it loud. United, we're victory bound. United and strong, we will carry on. I'm a hockey fan. United, we sing it loud. United, we're victory bound. The boils. Stop yelling in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the second. The boils. The goddamn boils. I'm Pogo City Radio with I'm a Hockey Fan. Yes. Sean, tell them where they can get some t-shirts, my man. Oh, they can get t-shirts at pogocity.shop. And is that like an awesome way to support the show? That is like, like really the best. That is like the best way to support the show. And like other than other than watching what you're doing right now, yeah, watching, and hitting like, whatever one or per- share or what- both, whatever one person is watching, thank you, because you're actually sticking there, sticking, sticking to your guns, and watching the show and supporting the the show, the best way you really can, which is watching. But the next best way is to buy our shit. Oh, and, like, you can get mugs on there. We got the awesome Pogo mugs. They're $4. God damn, and, like, I still, don't have, a, I I still don't have a mug. Go grab the mug. We'll show the cameras. But, uh, yeah, go to pogocity.shop. You can, did you tell them that, to go to dot .shop? You got to go to pogocity.shop. You can I, did, get, I did tell you them You can that. get shirts with our boy Scratch back there on them. And uh, you can get these mugs for, like, less than $5, Pogo City mugs. On the back it says There's at like Pogo City, on the, we on play the, punk and you jump up and down, then Wait, move it. But. That? Uh, yeah, they're not going to be able to see it that yeah, well. Too much of a but uh, yeah, it's there's some cool shit there. You can also get shirts for one sided and Mike blanks and the stabs, the sex, drugs, and alcohol bands who I am officially starting to think about yelling at and telling them that like we need to get in the studio and record a song. I think I can talk them into it. So I'm gonna have to work that gonna have to work that sean you got your knee pads i need you to do me a favor <laughs> nope <laughs> here's mike blanks and the sex drugs and alcohol band with permanent binge
Like I said, head over to pogocity.shop and you can get the Mike Blanks and the Stabs knock, knock, knock shirt I have that uh, Johnny and Mike designed like two years ago. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I was it. just wearing mine, I think, uh, like get a limited Thursday. quantities now. Like we, we're, we're sold out of certain sizes and certain colors, white and yellow. So like, don't get me wrong. I got like a few more than 20, but like. Not too many left, so certain sizes are gone. So if you want them, hit us up quick. So uh, yeah, my bong is too cool to hit, so I'll have to it re- smells funny over hit there. it. It's because there was like leftover dab in there. It's burned up and it's cooling off since my dumbass got stuck talking instead of hitting my bong. The things I do for our faithful listeners you're welcome but uh yeah we're gonna get to pogo city records first ever and only as of now release like i said currently working on our next two releases the i almost said the other band the split don't do it one side it and um Shaken and stirred. I swear to God, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, so right, I send I send one sided a message saying, guys, we have six or whatever amount of time turn time we have. We we have six minutes of turn time, and I'm like, our songs only to- total five minutes. Like, why do we? Why are we not putting more songs on this record? Like, there's another side we can put other songs. And then I went. And before anybody even texted anything, I went, oh, right, it's a split. I forgot. Like, yeah. the other time is for, the, for the other, other band. band. That's, that's why, how splits work. That's why we can only have two songs because the other slots are for the other band. You got it. And I planned this. I'm, I, I, I came up. <laughs> I, I planned this. Here's one side it with Adderall from Pogo City Records, bitches. Oh, 
Adderall and reefers. One sided. Like I said, we are hitting the studio. It's sometime in June. The studio being the Jewel Box. We were at Sweet Creek Studios last night. So, like I said, go on my timeline. Does Facebook still have timelines? Is I, that yeah, a I think that's what they're still called. Right, go on mine and go check out the live video. It was 45 minutes. It was pretty cool. A lot of people liked it. Go check it out. Check out my timeline. Live. You could see a picture of the four of us, the spiky tops. The spi- it's cool, right? Yeah. You want to know what it is? You want you to know where I got it from? What? Sarah Hovannik's email address in like 2000. SpikyTop77, yahoo.com. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I got that right this, away. This dude, he he texts our group, right? Like we, we had a, a chat going. It was just me, Renee, Andrew, and, and, and myself. And he texts everybody like, how about the spiky tops? How does that sound for a band it's name? It's perfect. I was like, I, was like I like it. Yeah, and it's perfect. And then name. 10 seconds later, he texts everyone again, and it says, I Googled it, and this is all that came up, so I think we're good. And it was like a picture of a bunch of like studded bras. Bras, <laughs> yeah, like all these like like shit fucking Wendy O would have been wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my ex has that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I get where uh, the sp- spiky top. I have spiky hair. Andrew has spiky hair. That was the idea. But uh, it's also just because with that band, I want it. And if you ask me, we accomplished it. But I want it like cliche pogo. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just very, not like the words, but like Tom and the Boot Boys. Like, that's what I'm. That's why right. ding, 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 I just that sounds like a song one of the Jap that sounds like a riff of one of the Japanese bands would play. Oh yeah, it like, sounds that's like what I was it sounds like something the erections would yes, play. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly because you said play something pogo y. We were just jamming because I set up that digital drum set that I forgot that I had. <laughs> and and had never used. And fucking he said, play something pogo y. I pulled that right out of my ass. And uh, so we we wanted it to be so I, I just thought the spiky tops that's perfect. Oh, because yeah. it's like we it spiky, worked. we stud jacket, <laughs> we mohawk, we drink beer. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're not being mean. Those are literally the lyrics inside are, the jacket. It was written. Those are like Tom and Boo Boy. Bless their uh, little lyrics. hearts. That's what. That, oh, I was talking about Black Zach before and funny things being on people's jackets. But uh, so I don't know if you guys remember the Asian band, Japanese band. Yo, I look stoned as shit right now. You do. I'm fucking, I usually Prob- don't. Probably look because that you are. But I usually look the same. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm. I wasn't really into this band. They were on Jerry Only's record label. I don't remember what it was called. Is it Misfits Records? Is it Plan Nine? I don't fucking know. They were Balzac. All right. They were this Asian punk rock band that had like super. Like, I remember he was obsessed, obsessed with them, them. Yeah. like obsessed with them i swear to god he had a man crush on the entire band they were like this japanese horror punk like all these skulls and mohawks and they were okay it was a little commercial for me but zach was obsessed with them and we were all spun out and we were making we're literally 16 which means zach was like 14 you know what i mean and we're we're studding out his denim vest and we got paint markers and he wants Balzac. My girlfriend was an artsy chick and she's writing it all fancy at the top 
of like the, the shoulders Balzac and like we had to go do something get sidetracked she gets B-A-L-L-Z <laughs> leaves it Zach walks balls. around with balls written on the back of his jacket for like eight months like it wasn't a brief period of time <laughs> like it just said balls and he did not give a fuck and it was like their exact logo like it's written kind of fancy and like kind of gothic and she did a good job on it balls balls i think i broke hey up morty why don't you lick my balls <laughs> i think what happened was me and her broke up and then she didn't finish it i i think that's what happened but it was hilarious i forgot that that happened i hope zach still has open. that vest that still says balls on it he did eventually finish it he did finally be like all right so i'm gonna write the rest of this <laughs> All right, so we're going to get... I played um, One-Sided, right? Yes, I did. And if you guys like One-Sided, the 7 inches are Which you should because they suck. Yeah. The 7 inches are sold out, but uh, Spotify, please, please, please give us a follow on Spotify and Mike Blanks and the Stabs because um, that'll really be the way to get the official tracks when they drop, I assure you, because I will be the one doing it. <laughs> through distrokid.com you should do it too go start a band we literally went to the studio and like made up a song on the fly kind of like we had something in the works we were never in the same room with the singer and it's gonna sound awesome and the engineer was like looking at us like we were crazy we're like yeah he asked about a click and we were like mm. and we were like mm, we don't know the words yet like we haven't finished writing them and the singer is yet to sing them because he was talking about doing a scratch vocal and it was like it actually started throwing Sean off a bunch because he never heard the song with words. It was different when we did Dead Cities. Dead Cities, we wanted the scratch track because we were used to hearing it, but we had never heard Joe sing with us before. We never heard any of the words and there's parts where the band rests and Joe's just singing and Joe was singing through it and it was throwing everybody off because we never heard it before. But we literally like, laid down a track that we had never heard before in like our lives. I wrote on the Instagram post that I made that like th made thanks to everyone. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Thanks to everybody who helped us record slash write our song last night. Because so uh, my point is, it's a lot of fun and like we kind of kind of went a little bit more upscale with this one. It is a great place. It was very nice, but. It doesn't cost you all that much. Get together and go do it and make it good and we'll play it here. It's okay. You don't have to sound like you're on a trash can. It's okay if you do, but you don't have to go out of your way to sound like it's a trash can. And it's okay to shower and wear deodorant. This has been a public servant's <laughs> announcement from Andrew Bedlam. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get to some music. But, yeah, hit up Sweet Creek. John down 611 Pennsylvania Bucks County about a half hour 40 minutes from Pogo HQ about 45 minutes from Phillipsburg New Jersey and you guys should hit up Oscar from the Jewel Box who recorded the one-sided track you song you guys just fucking heard and uh, that is at the Jewel Box um, outside of Philadelphia in New Jersey I forget the actual town it is not 
Philadelphia, as everyone likes to say that it is. It is New Jersey. <laughs> different state. <laughs> Completely but, um, different state. Yeah, right over the border. And, uh, yeah, hit them up, guys. Like, Oscar especially got some great, great, great rates. Like, real cheap. Not going to say them. That's something you got to work out with him on the fly but uh yeah hit up the jewel box look for him on facebook hit up sweet creek look for them on facebook and we are going to play those unknown and i want to find no prevail because that song kicks fucking ass here is some uh, jersey oi for all you pogo kids out there those unknown. Ready!
Those unknown Jersey represent Bitches Alright so we were hanging out With Miss Renee last night As we regularly do So uh, yeah We're gonna get out of here with some blanks Cause I love blanks I've always loved blank 77 I've always loved blank 77 when, So I stole the spiky tops Name from that email address Right And when, when that girl locked up Got locked up and I, I, that's when I got my blanks tattoo to cheer me up. The, the day after she got locked up, I was like, I can get a tattoo. <laughs> and I ran to my record collection. And uh, I ran to my record collection. And <laughs> that's not distracting at all. <laughs> I ran to my record collection. And of course, up the system was right in the front because it was a 10 inch and it was like my favorite one the sevens were in front of it but uh i was like oh obviously that's the that's that's the tattoo so i ran to like four different tattoo parlors and um like like two of them gave me a quote for like quote close to four hundred dollars and then i went to like third street in easton and some dude who had hand-drawn flash tattoos of Gigi Allen stuff in his shop told me he'd do it for $135 so I instantly went to him he, he, he draws it up I get it the next day and it looked fine but now it does it does not and that was not skin that was bright orange that was orange like my goddamn base is orange so if you're listening to audio the circle if you know the up the system album cover pogo the punk the classic blank 77 what i think of the classic with him in front of the 77s on the pogo stick so i have that and he did all the little details in the face now i was 18 he's a professional tattoo artist he should have said hey you don't want me to put all those little things in his face because your arm is too small and it's all going to blow out and run in together and look like a blob he should have told me that like like is now very obvious and anyone who's ever done tattoos goes in a minute oh well you couldn't have put all that detail in his face and like so but anyway the color is completely bled out and his face is completely blown together but it is my first tattoo because I worshipped Blank 77. The, the ball. Is that just flash from the wall or did you find that yourself? Like, where did you get it from? Where did you get it? I got it at Mad Tatter. Never heard of that. How, what, how, how have I never heard of a tattoo parlor that's right in Bethlehem with a cool name, too? But, yeah, is it still there? What part of Bethlehem? Are you fucking serious? Like by the bus station, like in the middle of Bethlehem. <laughs> wow. Okay, so down from like Ink and Steel, because that's right there. Uh, I'm not sure where Ink and Steel is. It's closer to Wawa, but right there, yeah. I know Steel City in Bethlehem. Steel City is different, but Steel City is south side, correct? By the college. South side. By the college over the hill to hill bridge down the road from the Cassands, very far I down the road. Okay, well, I just told you how, so, but this is so entertaining. But hey, 
hit him up for tattoos. You know what I'm saying? But um, my skull and bones or whatever the fuck tattoo parlor that place is not there anymore. But uh, he definitely had Gigi Allen flash, and uh, it only cost me 135 bucks. We're getting out of here with some blanks. Renee played with us last night. It was a blast. Go check out the video on my timeline. I'll, also, I'm gonna cut out a bunch of because there's a lot of dead air in certain parts. I'm gonna cut out a bunch of parts, and I'll probably put it on YouTube. At some point, but we're going to get out of here with, you know, one of my top five records of all time. Like, I'm being honest, like, it's it's one of my top five records of all time. And, like, when I was a kid, it was a big part because of this song, too. So we're getting out of here with it. And uh, don't forget, you guys are going to hear Mike Blanks as um, in his voice on Mike Blanks and the Wasted Paradabs track that's going to be on the Shaken and Stirred record. But uh, you'll hear more about that. As it happens, we're getting the fuck out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us. Fuck off and die. Here's Blank 77 with Suburbia. Jersey bitches! All aboard!
Party's over. Safe travels, David. Safe travels. <laughs> She's getting a big head. Why?